This is episode 288 for March 2014. Time for a Spidey Friday Night Fight. Okay, time for another month and another fight club. George, where are you taking us now? <laughs> we're, uh, we're going all the way back to 1990, Brad. 24-year-old books. 1990 does not seem that long ago, but it was. It doesn't seem like that long ago. No. I, this was the summer that I uh, went into uh, college because as soon as I graduated, I went right into college. I didn't even like wait till the fall. I just went in that summer. And I was in high school, and 1990, the uh, the that McFarlane Spider-Man came out, the number one, yeah. sold millions of copies. I'm trying to think where where this was this before or after. I think it might have been before. Uh, I think you're probably right, I, but only yeah. but only very slightly before. Anyway, the two books we're talking: Web of Spider-Man 6465. Yes, from uh, May and June of 1990, by uh, both by Jerry Conway and. Uh, uh, a favorite of yours, Brad, Alex Savick. Yes. Love, love Savick stuff. These stories are called uh, Once More with Feeling. That's mm-hmm. part one. And part two is The Last Act of Vengeance, which, of course, refers to Acts of Vengeance. Which I thought was a great, great crossover. I, it made sense. It made sense, I thought. I need to go back and revisit it because I remember at the time... I was reading it, and I was like, okay, so Kingpin's working with – or Doctor Doom's working with Kingpin. No. <laughs> you don't like that? And, uh, yeah, and that immediately turned me off. And then Magneto's in there and – Yeah, and, every, you know, and it's like – and Mandarin's hanging out with Kingpin, and I'm like, whoa. What, wait a minute. And Red Skull and, got involved. Right. And I'm like, dude. Well, well, I think the concept of, you know what, I can't beat my own enemy. Maybe – you can try my enemy and will win. I like that idea. Well, first of all, <laughs> that probably in Doctor Doom's case, that you know that probably works for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, I mean, but at the, but at the same time, no, no, no how it, it, it's so desperate. These are villains; they don't always get along. They don't have like a union. <laughs> You know, but th- but this this fight we're talking about is the aftermath. Yes, this is the epilogue, and uh, it it goes back to all the stuff that Spider-Man dealt with. Luckily for Spider-Man, during Acts of Vengeance, through almost all of it, he had the Captain Universe powers. No doubt, he was a badass. So, <laughs> he threw he threw the Hulk into orbit, man. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know, and um, and he you know he, he kicked Titania's ass again, like he needed you know powers for that or anything. I mean, he's already she's, done that before. She's scared of him. Oh yeah, terrified of him. I mean, why would going she? back all the way back to Secret War? She's terrified. Oh he and she she seems a little bit more confident in this one, but then he t- put her in her place. Well, they're all too confident in here because they're all like, you know what? He doesn't have those amped up powers now. Oh, we're all going to get together and just go kick his ass. Mistake number one: doubt Spider-Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so. Well, the okay, so so to preface this, we got a, a little context here. Um, Katz, this is back when Nick Katzenberg just got Peter fired from the Bugle mm-hmm. for uh, faking those uh, um, Spider-Man picks for uh, some kind of ad, and Robbie would just went nuts. He did. He was like, "You ch- you tested my journalistic ethics." I, I can't remember another time when Robbie was that mad, and Jonah was the one saying, "Hey, calm down now. This is Peter. This is fine." You know. <laughs> And that, I mean, that that was kind of an alluding to the most recent one where Spider-Man got fired from the Bugle, and, and Jonah was the badass on this one. Yeah, and and so it was really weird for Robbie, but that's back when Robbie was having a lot of problems with Tombst- uh, Tombstone also. Right. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, Katzenberg got Peter fired from the Bugle, and Peter was pissed. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Peter was fit to be tied. I mean, remember he catching Berg up against the wall? Right. You know? and, and, the, and the elevator is like, what now? Yeah. And so, I mean, he's he's already pissed. He's already just mad at the world. And he's, you know, he's, he's webbing through the city just praying somebody jumps him. Because <laughs> he's got some shit he's got to work out. Now, now throwing acts of vengeance, uh, Spider-Man faced Graviton. Graviton is the one fight where he had trouble with. Yeah. Uh, Graviton lifted the Daily Bugle building and, and almost, you know, it looked like uh, it was going to kill him, but he he managed to escape from Graviton. Graviton is is a villain who can take on, like, an entire team of Avengers. Right, and he has. And, has, yeah. and give them a lot of trouble. Um, he defeated Trapster, the Brothers Grimm, Titania, and Goliath, all with these uh, Captain Universe powers before he lost it fighting Sebastian Shaw's Tri-Sentinel and uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Didn't Eric Larson do that? Was that like 329, something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Amazing 329, yep. And uh, and that's when, you know, suddenly he didn't have those powers anymore. And, of course, that was after he had knocked the Gray Hulk into orbit. And he took on Magneto. Yeah. And, Mag- yeah. and Magneto, it, that kind of ended, it just sort of ended. Yeah. And then Magneto just kind of went off saying, oh, well, I thought he was something else, but I guess not. You know, it's like Magneto got bored and decided to leave or something. Um, but anyway, uh, love or hate the acts of vengeance, you know, and I don't have a lot of fond memories from the 90s. Um, but, you know, say what you will, this the epilogue here, the aftermath in this in this web of Spider-Man two parter um, was really fun. Mm-hmm. Because if you like if you like Spider Man kicking ass, and let's face it, anybody listening to this podcast probably likes Spider Man kicking ass. Um, this was, I mean, here he is beating a whole bunch of people at one time. Those are some of the best Spider Man fights when he kicks the butts of a whole lot of people. You know, it's what it's what makes the X Men fights fun. It's it's what made Avengers Annual Number Three, remember that we covered uh, a couple of shows ago. Yeah. Um, you know, when he just lets loose. And and we're going to see that here. We're going to see why he's so effective doing it. You know, it's almost a situation where if you're a villain, your best bet is to not jo- join up with another villain to fight him. Right. You know, you're going to have better luck trying to take uh, try to tackle him by yourself than you are, you know, going uh, going at him with a whole bunch of people. And uh, we'll get to that. And I'm gonna I'm, I'll bring up some other examples of why that is in comics and why that's a bad idea. And 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 show you how it, it even works on the hero side, how it can work against you. All right, so anyway, um, that's the context here. Uh, part one, Graviton, um, he, uh, he springs Titania and the Brothers Grimm and the Trapster. Uh, he springs them. What, what were you, hugging them up at there? What happened there, Brad? Oh, I, I, I was I, – n- nothing. <laughs> I, I was actually getting ready to blow my nose, and the Kleenex hit the, hit the microphone and, and like this. There it is. It's not See, like you're you getting go. assaulted by Beaker there or something. I was a little worried for it. So it was only, it was only temporary, only temporary. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so he springs uh, Titania and uh, and Brothers Grimm and uh, Trapster from a prison van, and uh, says, "Hey, you know, uh, I've got a proposition for you." Uh, so Titania, you know, she's sort of it, it's like Titania is you know sort of like the de facto leader of the group, I guess, because she could kick the you know the crap out of all the other people. I don't know. So. Yeah. So they're like, fine. What else we're we gonna do? Because literally, we're floating in the sky at this point. Because you've, you know, he, he levitates the prison van all the way up and it just yanks them out of it. So what, what choice do they have? Okay, you know, I don't want to plummet to my death. So yes, Graviton, I guess we'll go with you. <laughs> and of course, they, um, 
It turns out that they're working for the ki- or uh, not the kingpin, the chameleon. Right. And the chameleon. Who, who's a badass in this? Well, he's more of a more of a manipulator than a badass. But he's got those two chicks on a yacht and a boat I know he, and everything. But, but two hoochie mamas, you know, two jiggly party queens does you know. <laughs> two jiggly party queens. I love it. Yeah, you know, having two hoochie mamas, you know, hoodrat hoodrat hoochie mama doesn't make you a badass. It just means you've got money and you've got a couple of busty chicks with you who probably aren't going to even be there that long. They're 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 there as long as the money <laughs> is, Brad. <laughs> they're bored. I mean, they're over there watching soap operas or something while he's like, oh, ah, celebrate with me, girls are like, whatever, it's your dime, you know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's there with a couple of jiggly party queens and. You know, he makes the proposition. It turns out Goliath is there, but he's under a giant platform, you know, and it opens up on the floor, and he's like, oh, hey, hi, guys. You know, he's like the narwhal from uh, Buddy or from Elf, you know. Bye, Buddy, you know. And um, basically he's like, look, I want you to take out Spider-Man. So go do that. Go go take out Spider-Man. I'm, uh, I'm going to get I'll, – I'll pay all the money on Earth. I'll just give you, you know, a, a giant reward. I liked uh, Savick's little art of uh, Lon Chaney and uh, – Oh, and Chameleon showing off. Yeah, he's showing off. I thought that was really cool. It was really funny because it had no bearing on what was going to happen for the – I know. It was just Savick going off. Yeah, just Savick <laughs> having fun with it. Yeah. Uh, and, and probably Conway as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so, okay, they're like, oh, yeah, well, okay, you know what? We're, we're going to go out and we're going to get Spider-Man. He's depowered now. And by depowered, we mean he doesn't have the Captain Universe powers now. So there's no way he can take on all of us. <laughs> you fools! <laughs> oh, you dumb bastards! Yeah. So uh, they lure him out by attacking the the Daily Bugle building again. Yeah. Because that doesn't get old. I didn't like this because I was like, dude, we just saw this a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And first of all, how how do you lift? Well, okay, I take that back. Back then, I don't think anybody realized you couldn't actually do that with buildings. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, back then, you know, when a building fell over, the whole building just fell over in one clump. Yeah. You know, or something. But, and I'm like, no, that's that. We, we know things are way crumble way different now, you know. And I hate to true. say it, but we learned that on 9-11. We learned how, that, you know, yeah. how buildings fall. And so it's weird whenever you go back in a comic book and you see all these falling buildings and you're like, no, that's not how that happens. Right. You know, it's just kind of sad. But I, ha- I have to tell you, this fight didn't start – the fight started a bit weird. In my opinion, because the Brothers Grimm, who throws pies? They throw pies. They throw flowers. This is this is what threw me off of the fight a bit. The Brothers Grimm. I, I, I can't remember another Spider-Man fight with them. Do you, do you remember one? Yeah, uh, he beat them in a spectacular uh, 159. How can you not beat them? They're throwing fucking pies. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa, easy there with the F-bombs, Jomo. Oh, sorry about that, but they're throwing effing pies. I mean, Jesus. I they and roses? Uh, yeah, flowers. What are they, the florists? What in the hell? They're the florists I, of the underworld? I've been reading Spider-Man for 30-plus years, <laughs> and I don't remember the Brothers Grimm ever. And I thought it was a hostess ad when they th- started throwing pies at the guy. I'm like, what the hell? That's, that's, that's what they're doing now. The it's a bad economy. You take what you can get. To, they're doing hostess ads now. Like where do you? Okay, we're getting ready to go into a fight. Let me pack my baked goods. I mean, what is that about? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there to the fight in a minute. Our pies are almost out of the oven. <laughs> oh, let me stop by the florist and get some roses. How 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 is a rose petal going to hurt Spider Man? Well, they're all laced with chemicals. 
Oh Lord. All all this stuff is like chemical based and so I guess there's you know, there's death gas in the pie or you know, confusion gas on the roses. It's it's all something. No respects to Conway. Take the Brothers Grimm out of this fight. It's a, a, ten times a little bit better. If you're going to name a couple of dudes the Brothers Grimm, don't give them pansy-ass weapons. <laughs> like pies and flowers to fight with. I mean, I mean how's Batman not going to kick your ass? I want to kick your ass. Their stuff ought to be, yeah, it's like you want to get some buddies and just go after them for being jackasses. Yeah. Go get the pie brothers. If you're yeah. the Brothers Grimm, you, man, you want to have, I don't know, skulls or bats or chains, something. something. You don't want to have, you don't want to throw pies at people. That's madcap. Exactly. What are you going to do? You're going to exactly. pull out a bubble gun on somebody? Aren't they playing off the grim fairy tales? Is that what they're doing? I don't know what that, they're playing off being jackasses. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad because one of them at least seems kind of smart. I guess. You know, in here. But, you know, because he's always he's trying to like, well, or, or maybe not as stupid as Titania. You know, because there's a couple of times in here where one of them's trying to make sense. And I guess that's, that's, his, that's his problem yeah. on this team because nobody wants to hear it. Everybody's just like, smash. Or throw pies, or flowers. So yeah, so you know the FTD guys are part of this. Anyway, <laughs> part of that. Well, you went off on that. I, I uh, throughout the whole fight, I'm like, that's so dumb throwing pies. Yeah, takes took me out of it a little bit. <laughs> well, that's their stick, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You no, know, I mean, if you're gonna throw, say, uh, say, you know, you you know who looks boss against these people? Boomerang. Oh no, yeah. Boomerang is the Red Skull compared to these guys. But I've always liked Paste Pot Pete, so I, uh, he gets a bad rap, but uh, the the pie guys. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, because this guy routinely fights the Fantastic Four. I know. And his, I know. And his thing is, hey, I fired glue. <laughs> I got a glue gun, son. <laughs> we're, we're helpless against Paste Pot Pete. <laughs> uh. No, they should call him Elmer. His, his, his alias should be Elmer, you know? Oh, no, that's horrible, Brad. Come on. Why, why Pete? I don't know. I don't know because it's it's alliteration. He can't be anyway, he can't be paste pot Dave. Paste pot Elmer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the bugles flying up in the air. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what draws Spider Man. Smacks him. That's what well uh, graviton luring uh, or uh, lure Spider Man out by lifting the Daily Bugle building again. Mm-hmm. Uh, trap as soon as Spider Man shows up, uh, Trapster and the Brothers Grimm keep him busy. You know, Trapster's trying to hit him with the glue. Brothers Grimm are throwing pies at him. It's not a it's not a red letter day for Spidey, villain wise. Oh, yeah. but he's so mad. I guess you'll take what you can get. He's like, "Yeah, I can beat on you fools plenty," you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so Graviton. Then uh, you're right, though. Uh, Titania, while he's busy dodging pies um, <laughs> and roses, yeah, and roses, manages to uh, get a hit in uh, on yep. Spidey, and I, I think that's the first and only time she's ever hit him. Right. Because he was distracted by baked goods, wouldn't you be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it that you're trying to dodge him, or are you trying to catch them? Are you intrigued? Uh, you're like, I want to know. I want to know what a, what a. He was like in the last hostess ad. This stopped the fight. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, at that point, Graviton then uses his powers to push Spidey down into wet cement. Yeah, I guess he increases his density and forces him down into wet cement. Yeah. And the Spider-Man's like, "No, wet cement. My heart's an- nemesis. Can't move." And I'm like, "Dude, it's wet cement. It doesn't dry that fast." Right. Well, maybe it's hardening as he's being cr- pushed down with the force of gravity. I, I think it was all just a clever ruse. Yeah. There you go. Because then uh, Goliath steps on him, mm-hmm. breaking down into the sewer below, and they're all like, "Is he dead? I don't know. I think he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I don't know. It's kind of dark down there. Oh, he's dead. Let's go back to Chameleon and get our cash. And don't forget those pies. And, yeah, and, and get my pies out of the <laughs> oven. 
Steven Seagal has to play one of the Brothers Grimm now. I, I love how he sneaks up behind him, though. I think that's a great scene. Oh, yeah, when he's coming out of the manhole cover, covered in, you know, mm-hmm. I guess, feces and cement. <laughs> of the sewer. Feces, cement, and apple pie, yeah. Although there's, American there was a missed opportunity there to throw that manhole cover in somebody's teeth. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, what what he does next is pretty is pretty boss. He webs a glass foot, pulls him off balance, and he hits the street real, real hard. Yep. And yeah. And gets knocked out. Lands on most of his pals there. How many enemies is he fighting at this point? One, two, three, four, five. It, it's a it's a modern day Sinister Six with pies. It's, it's, a, it's a sad six, <laughs> is what it is. Brad. It's a sad six. It's a, it's a sad six. <laughs> well, Graviton's a pretty good ball. I mean, he's a he's a good opponent. Opponent, I think. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in the in in, in the yeah. part two because Spider Man learns real quick about you know Graviton. Oh, by the way, the Brothers Grimm float on clouds. <laughs> And, you know, I'm, I, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at the book right now. They're floating on clouds, throwing pies. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think if they did that when they fought him in a Spectacular. Oh, well, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to pull out Spectacular just to solve that riddle. All right. <laughs> so anyway, my problem here is that when he pulls Goliath off his off his off balance and he hits the street. He just lands comfortably on the street. I mean, he gets knocked out. He hits the street hard. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't he collapse down into the sewer, too? If his foot was enough to push mm-hmm. Spider-Man down in the sewer, why does he just hit the street and he's okay? Well, I mean, he's not okay, but, you know, why, is, why does he not fall through down below into, the, into all the poop? <laughs> uh, so that, that, that took me out of the fight. No, I'm kidding. It what, a, what an awesome fight. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But now, even despite this, Spider-Man still is. He, he even he even talks about it now. He's like, you know, in his thought bubbles. Oh, I'm badly wounded. You know, I can't let on how bad. You know, I can't let them know how bad they just jarred me. You know, with that, with getting right. with getting stepped on by the by the giant guy. Right. If the, if this was a 2014 fight, he'd go ask the Avengers for help. <laughs> if this was a 2014 fight, Brad, he'd already been with the Avengers in the first place. <laughs> That's true. They'd have been eating dinner when I guess Goliath would have showed up. People, I, I guess modern Spider-Man stories. I think he can't take on six villains, can he? Without help. No, he did. Remember that one point during the Gauntlet, he was taking. Okay. I think in the Gauntlet, he took, he was taking on multiple multiple people at a time. I know at one point he he had um, I think Electro, like he he used Electro to turn Sandman into glass or something. Remember. Which was kind of cool, but I'm like, people forget this, and I, I, I remember we've talked about this before that maybe Slot doesn't like that, or Marvel doesn't like it. Now they're like, well, Fire Lord's supposed to be too tough for Spider-Man. Nothing's too tough for Spider-Man, son. <laughs> Nothing. But this this issue had a great cliffhanger that I remember as a kid when I read this because I haven't read this in 24 years. This right. Book. Right. And uh, I, or I specifically remember. Well, you can tell what Graviton does. Go ahead. Well, but, but, okay. Before then, you know, he, he does the okay. thing with Goliath. Then he lures the Brothers Grimm and the Trapster into an alley. Then he uses his own speed and agility to cause their attacks to hit one another. Right? And suddenly the Brothers Grimm are pasted and the Trapster gets pied or roast or whatever. Now, this is why Spider-Man is so great at fighting when, when there's a lot of people because he can turn their powers against one another. We saw that in the Sinister Syndicate fight. You know, he did a little bit of it there. He he is so fast that as soon as you're trying to hit him, he's going to be gone, and suddenly the next thing you know, you know, you just blasted your buddy. 
Yep. You know, and uh, so that that's one of the best things he he, he does during a fight. It's one of the, you know it's it's it, it's like his shtick. It's part of his arsenal. This is why I say if you're if you're a Spider-Man villain, it's almost best to just go up against them yourself. Because this yep. way he's not using everybody else against everybody else. Now, another another time this popped up on the hero side when you had a case of too many heroes was uh, during that uh, Avengers reboot in 1998 when uh, Buziek and Perez started it up. Mm-hmm. And they had that first story. And then after the first story, there's like, I don't know, like 87 Avengers. Yeah. All active. And they all go after the they all go after Whirlwind. And they look like clowns. Because <laughs> they're all getting in each other's way. And, yeah. and Whirlwind's like, seriously? Is this, is this my day? Am I fi- have I finally arrived? Is this what's going on? The Brothers Grimm told me it'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Brothers Grimm told me this was his way to go. So that's, you know, so that, that's a, if you're, if you're going to, if you're planning a supervillain career, go it alone. Or maybe, you know, if you're going to, at the most, have two, three people and not all together. You know? Anyway, so I, so Spider-Man does this, and he's like, ha-ha, suckers, and then suddenly, gra- next thing you know, Graviton reduces his mass to zero, and sp- oh, Spider-Man's going up into space. Just like he threw the Hulk up, I thought. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like, you know what, this is karma. I, he's probably thinking that as he's floating up. And, exactly. You know? Yep. And... uh so that, I mean, what a good what a good cliffhanger! Yeah, it was, tune in tune in next month. Will Spider Man uh, lose oxygen and be floating in space? I think that was a great cliffhanger. Yeah, you know, tune in next month when Spider Man dies in some orbit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, just like satellites floating past him. <laughs> so, uh, so part two starts up. Uh, Spidey fortunately manages to web himself a ride on a passing seven forty seven heading to Kennedy Airport. Uh, and he, he manages. I think he does. He cling to the wing or the tail. I can't remember. Here, let me look. Let me look. He, uh, I think, whips a a. It's right on the uh, the uh, tail. Yeah, because the, yeah. the the radio tower even tells him, like, you know, hey, by the way, you got some you got some shit on your tail. And it and they have a great homage to the Shatner Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, too. yeah, that yeah with the gremlin that on the yeah, yep. and um. That's enough time for Graviton's uh, zero, you know zero mass uh, effect, you know his powers to wear off. Spider-Man kisses one of the like a cute girl on the ground crew, just because he's glad he's not dead. And yep. um, and now at, th- at this point you've got the villains who are like, okay, well we've we've just killed Spider-Man. It's time to go cash in, right? Right. Because we just sent him into space. They, pay, pay up, chameleon. Yeah, yeah. So they go to see the chameleon and, and his hoochie mamas. And out on a boat. I don't. Yeah. Well, they don't. They think he's back at his lair. They don't know. They oh, don't know that he's. Oh, home. that's right. That's right. So they go back to his lair, and they he's gone. They trash the place. They're like, you know, they're starting to feel set up. Then they find a letter, and the letter is basically a letter between the kingpin and chameleon, saying, "Hey, hey, Fisk, let's totally set these people up. <laughs> let's say we're going to pay him a lot of money to kill Spider Man, and then just tip him on the bill." Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so they're LOL, yeah. smiley face, yeah. LOL, you know, Rafflecopter. So, so the, obviously this angers the villains, and they're like, okay, well, by God, we're going to go down to Fisk Tower, and we're going to find this fat guy, and we're going to get our we're going to get our money. Yep. Meanwhile, I, I love the scene of of Kingpin just in his desk, uh, and you see a big old Goliath face. He's like several stories well, up in Goliath's well, face. Before we even get there, you know, you've got you've yep. got Chameleon. Watching it all from his from his pleasure yacht, 
with his pleasure babes. With, yeah. with his hoochie mamas and just, you know, oh, laughing it up. You know, he more champagne, more champagne. And they're like, whatever, chameleon, just keep paying us to be hot. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, you're right. Kingpin's just sitting there. He may, maybe he's writing a card out. In a black suit, which is different, too. Yeah, you know, maybe he's writing a card out to, like, you know, like one of his sick underlings. Hey, you know, Jackie, sorry you lost a nut. Uh, ice the stones down and get you know get back to work. Love you, buddy, Kingpin. Maybe he's writing a uh, a, a goodbye letter to one of his uh, people that he you know he always kills somebody in the gym when yeah. he's working out. Sorry, you I know. killed your husband. Here's five bucks. Yeah. Love, Wilson Fisk. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yeah, he's just sitting there working. Next thing you know, oh yeah, there's a giant Goliath head. Yeah, it's cool. And the Kingpin doesn't flinch. He's like, you know, he doesn't care. He's like, he's, he's seen so much crap. I mean, he fought the Magia before. He's like, oh, what, what are you going to do? You're going to scare me? And I call this Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow, you're 50 feet tall. You know. So Goliath punches a hole in the window. Titania reaches in and grabs him. They're all threatening. Where's our cash? Where's our cash? You know, when the chameleon set us up. And the kingpin's like, you were gravely mistaken. And I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, do you want me to kill you now or later? You know. And what's up with the two jerks on floating clouds? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and hey, who are, who, are, who are the twins? And then he was like, mm, did they bring pie? <laughs> yeah, if you got a pie, leave it. That's fine. Otherwise, you know, GTFO my office. You know. So uh, Titania, um, Titania is grabbing him. There, you know, Graviton at that point uh, starts to increase the mass of the building. Yeah. You know. Which is which made me think back to that time that the Beyonder turned into gold, uh, and he starts to you know to increase the mass of the building so that it can't support itself. That's when was it was it Kingpin's? I, I, I haven't read that one a long time either. Is that Kingpin's building that went gold? Yeah, it was Kingpin's oh, building, yeah. and then, remember Spider Man broke into it and stole the notebook. Yeah, the yeah the golden notebook, and then felt yeah. bad. And then Felicia eventually get the notebook. I I think she did. I think so because I, didn't he throw it in the yeah. trash or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyway, go ahead. So, so right as Graviton starts, you know, to wreck the Kingpin's building, Spider-Man swings in and cold cocks Graviton. Spider-Man has learned, hey, if I'm going to fight Graviton, I have to hit hard, fast, and where I'm unseen. Exactly. And he's taken out the the hardest villain first. He just took out their big gun. Yeah. Their their big gun is not the fifty foot tall guy. It's the it's the no. middle aged dude in tights that can you know jack. And I'm looking. I'm looking at the panel. It's a big, big swing. Oh, yeah. He, he, oh, with, with the sound effect, Baco. Baco. Spider-Man hits him so hard, you know, the sound ends with a yeah. vowel. That's a, it's a good swing. That's a, that's a hard hit. He does. I mean, because Spider-Man knows. I have, I have to almost kill you now Yep. To, if I'm going to win this fight. So Graviton's, Graviton's like, down. oh, I, I'm immediately questioning everything I've done in my life. I'll just be resting on this top of this building. <laughs> exactly. Me and my me and my white cape. So uh, so yeah. Spidey knocks out Graviton. Titania throws herself at Spider Man. She's like, Oh my God! I'm just going to beat you down. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man hits her. You know, hits. She grabs him. I think Spider Man hits her uh, once or twice. And no, do you see where Spider Man hit her? Did he hit her in the face? In the throat. In the throat. <laughs> In the throat, right above the boobs. <laughs> in the throat, right above the boobs. <laughs> and, and the caption I'm looking at, uh, happy landings, little lady, 
and the uh, the throat punches fuck is the sound effect, and she's done. I love how he doesn't even bat an eye. He's like, you know what? She's super strong. She fights She Hulk. Yeah, she she'll be fine. She can hit the tree. She'll be fine. I think I'll hit her in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he just lets her fall. And she yeah. actually manages to, like, claw on the side of a building and slow herself to the point where she can actually land on her feet just in yeah. time to get hit by a giant bus Yep. and knocked out. This part I had a problem with. I'm like, this this girl goes toe-to-toe to he- with She-Hulk. This bus is going to wrap around her. It's not going to smack her across the street yeah. and through a window. So, hey, But anyway, I mean, that that's the last of Titania. Titania is down at this point. Yeah. So... Uh, at this point, uh, Goliath and Trapster go after Spidey. Um, Spider-Man grabs Trapster's hand and uh, forces him to paste up Goliath's hand so that when Goliath tries to hit him and Spider-Man dodges, his fist gets stuck to the side of a building, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of funny. I mean, it's good strategy, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, seriously, he's just going to get his hand pasted to a building. He'll just rip it off. And if you're, he, he does. He does eventually. Yeah. And if you're Goliath, what are you thinking? You're like, I'm a fifty foot man. <laughs> I'm a fifty foot man that can lift God knows how much, and I have my hand stuck on a building. Yeah. Because the other villain that's with me, who pastes people, just got my hand stuck to a wall. Yeah. And I, how surreal is that? Jerry, you know Conway sitting there at a desk going, "By God, this is the best thing I've ever written." <laughs> you know. And so, anyway, so yeah, Goliath has his hand stuck to the wall. Um, Spidey, Spidey, you know, just leaves traps or swinging from a streetlight. Uh, didn't even bother to knock him out. I don't think he just leaves him there screaming like a little, you know, like a little bitch. Yep. Um, Brothers Grimm go after Spidey on their clouds with their pies and their and their roses. And they hit him with stink bombs yeah, <laughs> and, a gas, yeah. and a gas cloud. Yeah, there's a giant gas cloud, and Spidey's like, oh, no, I'm dying. You got me. You, he's playing possum. Yep. You know, he's, he's doing the whole Andrew Garfield, oh, knives are my weakness thing. And uh, so they think that's it. We, we've won. We, we've taken Spider-Man out. And, of course, it's all a ruse. You know, it's, it's a clever – you know, he's just waiting. Uh, before the smoke can, uh, clears, he ambushes them and takes them out. I think he hits them both at the same time. Exactly. He he uh, has one foot for each of them. He knocks them both on the back. Clear. It goes. Uh, never mind. I think we just settled the question. Don't you? Are you boys clowns or magicians? I'm. I'm glad you didn't stupidly put this away after you. You know, because I I wrote notes on this. Yeah. Yesterday, you know, I had read it uh, a week ago. I've read reread it a week ago. I made notes on it again yesterday, and then I filed the issues like a dumbass. <laughs> Well, I had to, my web of Spider-Man box is pretty far up on the on the mound of comics in the cave, uh, but uh, I, I pulled this out and I've, I've been enjoying looking at it. So mainly mainly because I love Savage. Did you start going back through a lot of the old webs? No, I well I had to get through all the other books for our other segment we're recording tonight for the, the satellite, so I had to go through all those. But it makes me want to go back and read the Conway web stuff because I remember the the quality improved when he took it over. I don't think he was on web that long. He was on it for over two years. I think like something like twenty seven issues. Well, two years, yeah. I mean, back but, then, I mean that was a, that was a fairly good run. But, but this this predates Kavanaugh when, yes, when Kavanaugh yes. got on it, it all went to hell. Good yeah. thing Jr. is not here. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> this made me want to go back and look at other uh, web issues when I started going back through this stuff. Yeah, me too. And I, and I hit that web seventy three that's got uh, remember the headsman. Oh, uh, the headsman. And, it, and it had Chandu, who lost his head in She Hulk, 
when that thing hit the stands, I didn't know that that Chandu had lost his tentacled bird body. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and so and so Ruby Tuesday or Ruby Thursday, who has is that the get chick with the eye? No, that's the. It's just a red ball that like she can right, do stuff right, right. with. So on that cover, Ruby Ruby Thursday, oh, huh? Oh, I'm I'm looking at it right Ruby now. Ruby Thursday's okay. little uh, you know red plastic head or whatever is has little tentacles holding up Chandu's head while oh, she's busy fighting. And I remember seeing that on the stands back in you know whenever it came out, like in '91 or so. And I was thinking, who's the hot old guy with the nice rack? <laughs> I'm looking at the cover right now. It's called Art Attack Part One of Four. Uh, that's just an interesting cover going on right there. Yeah, oh and you got a you got a gorilla with a man head. I mean, there's crazy things what's going neat, on. What's neat is there's several little text boxes, like the, the Human Torch is on. It says, special surprise guest star. And then uh, Aunt May and Willie Lumpkin are in the corner. It goes, special surprise romance. Yeah, and they needed a box in there saying, as if as if you weren't already going to buy it because of the geezer with the cleavage. <laughs> with the geezer with the cleavage. And then there's a, a man with a monkey body. And it says, special surprise villains to headsmen. And then over on the corner where it has Alex Savick's uh, signature, it goes, special surprise cover inker. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> By Al Mil- Milgram. There yeah. was a uh, – that was that, that kicked off a four-parter that was all like art-based yeah. that was dreadful. Yeah. That was really bad. Here, let's wrap up this fight. Though. Yeah, we I'm got sorry. We got off on a tangent there, didn't yeah. we? All right. So yeah. anyway, it takes that – That should be – well, that should be a future Fight Club, by the way. We were just talking the the giant rack versus Spider Man. <laughs> Brad, that is not a good fight. So. <laughs> uh, maybe on Assistant Editor's Month or something. <laughs> oh, all right, there you go. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, he takes out the Brothers Grimm. The only person he's got left now is Goliath. Yep. He frees himself, um, or you know, Goliath frees himself from the building, and he's going to go after Spidey. But then he he fails to notice that Spidey's already webbed his feet together. So of course he falls down on the street just like he did in the last one and knocks himself out. That that is a scene where I liked because you didn't see Spider-Man actually uh, whip his legs in a in a panel. It was it was a surprise thing that Spider-Man did, and I'm like, good for it, you for uh, thinking ahead, Spidey. And then you had Spidey pose on Goliath. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's like. Who's your daddy? For Jameson's was- magazine, and Jameson ran the cover. Remember, Robbie got yep. pissed. Yeah, it was. It's such a great pose. He's just like, ha ha. You know, I just took out this this giant dude. The in- the ending of the fight is one of my favorite parts, where he's just like, hey kid, take my yeah, picture. hey kid, take my picture, and the kid's like, hey cheese. Exactly, I love it. And, and the final panel with the chameleon just with his hoochie mom was just laughing his ass off. <laughs> oh yeah, because the chameleon's like, okay, well I didn't take out the kingpin, but now the Magi is going to go after him because he looks weak because yeah. Spider-Man had to come save him. Yeah, you know, and I, they never resolved those. I mean, like, what, what? Something had to happen between kingpin and, and chameleon later on. Who knows? Yeah. But... And the next time they meet, I want that to happen. I want to be like, you know what? I still owe you, you son of a bitch, <laughs> for trying to set me up. And I think yeah. that I believe this was the last appearance of uh, Chameleon's uh, Hoochie Mamas. So, Hoochie Mamas. so Chameleon must have run out of cash, and they just, I guess they exactly. They had a nice little uh, subplot here uh, in the book about uh, Normie Osborn and, and uh, Mary Jane babysitting and, and uh, Normie Osborn finding the goblin suit. Yeah, which led into Harry tr- uh, thinking he could right. he could pull off being a hero. Uh, yeah, was that was kind of disturbing, cool. and Liz, that was one of the early times when Liz started to go into full bitch mode. 
And and with, with the the picture of Normie holding the pumpkin bomb, just because the th- one of the theories is that the the Green Goblin in the current Superior book is a, a, an older Normie Osborn, and that that just kind of possibly was foreshadowing twenty four years ago, if that is true. Well, you know, I you know my theory is that I think it's Ven or it's Stanley. But right. at the same time, I'm kind of hoping it is Normie because we can finally yeah. do something about that. Yeah, he hates Spider-Man. That, he pulls the heads off the dolls. That two and a half decades long subplot <laughs> that's been going in and out of every goddamn Spider-Man book now for almost yeah. 30 years. Let's finally do something about it. That's I mean, The only other book that's dealt with it was Spider-Girl. Right, yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Now, okay, so, so the decision. Decision here easily, oh, yes, easily. Spider-Man. He was on the ropes in the beginning, but he he was a boss at the end. Not even not even Spider Man by a knockout. Spider Man by several knockouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this fight is notable, of course, because Spidey again takes on a, a very powerful team. When you when you this team without Graviton, mm, you know. Yeah. But this exactly. team with Graviton, this team with Graviton is badass. Right. Well, it, I take that back. Graviton by himself is badass. They just. <laughs> They were lucky Graviton was fine. Well, I mean, uh, Giant Man, or oh, not Giant Man, what's his name? Um, uh, Goliath. Goliath is a, a good villain, I think. Uh, well, then he became a Thunderbolt. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's true. So, But I, who the hell knows what he's doing now? Anyway. I want to know what, where Titania's confidence came back. Because remember in Secret Wars, she got beat by him, and she was totally afraid of him. Was there a storyline in between... Uh, Secret Wars in this, where she had a little bit more confidence, like she is now. I, I'm trying to think. No, the only I think the only other time she saw Spider-Man two times before this. One of them was that Absorbing Man, Titania. Oh yeah, she was taking him on there. Thing at the airport. He, oh, he whipped her ass. Yeah. To the point where you know Absorbing Man had to had to hold up a plane full of people and say, "Okay, Spider-Man, this is over. I'll yeah. kill all these people unless you let us go." And Spider-Man was like, "All right, y'all can walk away. Just put the <laughs> just put the giant plane down." Right. Um, and then the other time was when he was Captain Universe, and he just oh he, he just cold cocked her with his Captain Universe yeah. powers. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she got some confidence back when she was uh, you know during her fights with She-Hulk because she and She-Hulk had a lot of fights. Right. I remember that. Yeah. So very good one, George. Yeah. Uh, very good yeah. One. This, was, this was a good couple of stories. 